0: Uh, Durhaj, thanks so much for tuning in yet again this week. Uh, today I have a friend, um, Natalie uh, Love, that's here with us today. And uh, Natalie brings a um, wealth of things that I know I love to hear about. And Natalie and I, um, I think it's almost close to a year now, have uh, uh, shared some space at a, as a, at a wellness center here in St. Catharines. And, um, you know, it's, she, that's one of the roles that she, she does, but she does so many other things. So wel- welcome, Natalie.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be
0: here. Thanks for coming. So we're going to talk, I'm going to read a little bit about her background, which is actually quite diverse. There's so many things that she does. Um, and she recently published a book, um, which is we're going to talk a lot more about. Um, so I'm going to just read her bio she's um, she's has over 15 years experience in self development and body mind and spirit world uh, she's a metaphysical teacher a spiritual life coach and holistic healer she's discovered her gifts as a teen and made her it, her life mission to help others she's a Re- reiki master certified in 2010 mm-hmm. sorry th- oh, 03 a hypnotherapist in 2004 a metaphysical minister in 2009 and she's been hosting the monthly goddess circles in Ontario, Canada for over 10 years. She loves empowering, inspiring, and assisting women to step into their power and embrace their divine feminine essence. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. I, I can honestly say I don't know a lot about the medical metaphysical ministry. So I'm very, very interested um, in, in that part of things. But um, so Natalie, you've been you've been helping people a long time, but you said you started as a teenager. So tell me kind of what, what brought you to that place that made you think, you know, as a teenager, and you know, at that point, you're not a hypnotherapist, you're not, um, you're not a minister. Um, I'm going to assume you probably start to help people. What was your path that as a teen, made you think this is, this is what I, I need to show the world that I do?
1: Well, thank you. That's a very deep question. So. I grew up in a household that didn't feel safe. My mother was physically abused by my stepfather who was an alcoholic. I was bullied, so I didn't have a lot of confidence. I was like a a broken child, a very scared, insecure, witnessing my mother be abused for 10 years with my stepfather. That was all in my program, and I always felt connected to something higher. I was a spiritual seeker, going to different churches, trying to find my purpose, asking creator universe, why am I here? Why am I suffering like this? What is my calling? And seeing that, I realized that I don't want that. I don't want to have that pain. I don't want to manifest that kind of love in my life. So I wasn't allowed to go places because my mother was very controlling as a Latin American um, female. So I was stuck at home a lot. Couldn't do all the things other teenagers could do. So what happened was late at night when I'm doing homework and other teenagers are out partying, I was watching infomercials. And who is on an infomercial at that time? I'm 17, 18, and there's Tony Robbins with his big smile talking and inspiring people. And I just felt this like connection And I thought, wow, whatever he has I need to learn about, I want to dive deep in that. And that's how I started working within myself and unraveling the pain, unraveling and emerging into the goddess I am. So everything I studied, I studied first to heal myself, heal my inner child. So that's why I started the Reiki in 2003 and the hypnotherapy in 2004, because I really had a lot of my own things. Insecurity, fears, I even had a fear about 10 men. Because my stepfather was a Latin man." I had a fear of stepping into my greatness, so that's why I do what I do. So I knew my calling at an early age because I wanted to help women so they do not put up with abuse. I wanted to help empower women so they can feel stronger and realize their truth that they don't need to dim the light anymore. Wow! Wow! What a what a
0: what a story! Like I'm not unlike really are parallels in some way, um, me witnessing uh, violence when I was a kid also, um, you know, so which I wrote in, about in my book and um, talked a little bit about some of my choices um, that I made, which was completely opposite because I recognized like you as a young a girl, um, I found my gifts and then I said, I will never live that kind of life because nobody should ever endure pain like i saw my mother endure and i know i wanted to to, to, you know something different for myself in the world and then in turn uh wanted to to teach people what i had learned when i had gone to school um you know for psychology
1: wow i love that that we have that connection i'm gonna read your book i just got it so i'm gonna read it for sure thank you and i also haven't read yours so so
0: you obviously touch people in different ways you you do reiki you do hypnotherapy in saint catherine's those are the two areas that you do it in you do goddess circles which i i know i've not you've invited me multiple times and i haven't been and you also are, are you marry people like i see that um on your instagram all the time so <laughs> kind of tell me let's talk a little bit about the metaphysical because i think that's you know you're right like when things are dark um, you know, we, we try to, to find something. I remember when, you know, something I'll tell you naturally that I did when I was having a tough time, I would walk for four hours. I, would, I live close to the parkway. I would literally get out and walk and wow. walk and walk. Like, you know, I say, okay, I go two hours up and I walk two hours down. And I was like, it was like something bigger than me telling me, okay, this pain is deep, but you can endure this. And I mean, walking had been something I'd done, but not to the extent that I'd done. And I did that for probably months when I was having a tough time. So, you know, when you talk about the metaphysical part, how is it that you help people um, that come to you spiritually that are maybe lost?
1: Well, that's a good question. And first to touch on you walking as healing, that is so important because you're connecting with the elements, with the energies of Mother Nature and the fresh air, and that all helps you energize. So that's healing. So thank you for sharing. So metaphysical means beyond the physical, which means it's more than what you see with your physical eyes. We are more than this physical body here. In my belief, we are spiritual beings in this physical body. And Wayne Dyer, that's what he says, we are spiritual beings in this physical form. And I honestly believe that 100%. So sometimes when you're out and you meet someone, and intuitively, inside your body, energetically, you feel this strong desire, connection to communicate with them, that is metaphysical experience. It's It's not in the physical. You just have this connection and vice versa. I walk in rooms and I can see someone and I have a strong connection or I walk in another room and I know, oh, stay away from that person because energy cords are not aligned. So when you're open to the metaphysical sections of our humanness, it helps you to make better decisions and clears your mind to practice mindfulness techniques and realizing that the situation that's happening right now If you take yourself out of it, it's not going to, it's like this too shall pass. It's not the end of the world. Like, what am I learning from this experience right now? That's when you live metaphysically, you know, it's not just what you're seeing right here in front of you. Why is this painful experience happening to me? What are the lessons that the universe is trying to teach me? And how can I assist myself so then I can assist other people? And that, to me, is practicing metaphysical spirituality. is It's not something you turn off or on. It's something that you connect to all the time.
0: Makes a lot of sense, right? So from my perspective, when I coach or see people, I try to slow their mind. I try to have them um, understand what's happening for them. And you do it, basically, it sounds parallel, so I'm I'm curious because I have a question, and I wonder if people listening might have the same. So sometimes you might have those feelings about people that are close to you.
1: Mm-hmm. So what
0: what what guidance would you give someone like that that comes to you metaphysically? Let's you know say it's a sibling, it's parents, those mm-hmm. types of things. What what how do you kind of work with someone like that um, to kind of use the energy or understand the energy um, and you know what steps would that person kind of expect from you
1: okay so if if that person like a family member is like more like negative or you don't feel connected to right, so right that happens a lot in my goddess circles and even with my one-on-one sessions and i have to really empower their client the person who's in front of me to be authentic and do what they feel called to do without having to be a people pleaser, without having to rescue everyone. Because it's not our job to change people. Our job is not to try to pull people out of the gutter. Our job is to shine our light and assist in love, but also being in our power to know, hey, I need to put up a healthy boundary here because I'm not going to tolerate this negative Complaining every single day, or this negative judgment every day, and be authentic, be real. So something I talk about my goddess circles is called authentic communication. So if you're having a a conversation with one of those people in the family, trust me, I have them too. (laughs) And then you feel like okay, there's that negative chord, and it's like to me, I'm a very visual, so it feels like a, a jab in my heart center, my heart chakra. So then I would. Feel that feeling, and I can't deny that feeling. That's my body telling me, hey, hey, there's something here not aligned. So then I pause, and I teach this in my circles, and then I acknowledge my feelings. Right now, I'm feeling hurt, like I'm feeling, I'm not blaming you, I'm feeling hurt. When you said this to me, what was your intention? What was your intention? When you ask them that, it takes them out of their whole Autopilot, complain, complain, negativity, mindset. They're like, oh, what's my attention? And then say, I'm I, um, I not benefiting from this experience right now, so I'm going to choose to change a topic or please do not talk like this to me because I'm, you know, whatever comes up, like I'm working on healthy boundaries or I'm not going to accept this anymore. If you said this 100 times, I'm done hearing this story. I have other things to do. And it takes time, it takes practice. The first step is being honest with yourself. How much are you tolerating? So one is how are you benefiting from this experience right now? How are you benefiting from allowing them to throw this toxic energy into your being? How? If it's not benefiting you, then you need to stand up for yourself. So I teach that a lot. That's why I love the goddess empowerment movement, because it's time for all of us to shine without having to be doormats.
0: You know, and that's so, what a, an amazing thing, right? Because people some haphazardly will go through the world that are negative, be it family members or coworkers or, you know, um, you know suppliers, business partners, and, and they willy nilly just kind of dispense this negativity Right, where to your point you have to decide, it's almost like you have to siphon, I'm going to take this in, no, I'm not going to take this, I'm, I'm going to repel this out. And it becomes a constant thing that you have to do because you may be in a good frame and then you go to work, let's say, um, and we, bio, we have lovely environments that we're in, which is healthy and, and happy. Um, but you, other, I'm sure people listening go into environments and they have to deal with people. So they really have to, um, I'm going to use the word inoculate or protect themselves almost like a bit of a barrier of positivity. Mm -hmm. Would you say that in order to go into some of those environments?
1: I agree a hundred percent because sometimes your people may not be able to step up into their greatness and speak up to the manager or boss because their life is on the line. They could potentially get fired. So mm-hmm. of course, in certain situations, you have to you know swatch and see how much of yourself are you going to stand up for and how much are you going to really realize to let that go, let it go completely, and know that it's not you, it's them, and practice not taking anything personally, and having some tools, maybe it's meditation, maybe it's Reiki, maybe it's mindfulness, maybe it's some tools that you teach your clients, or what I teach my clients, like anchoring, where you surround yourself with this field of protection, and don't own it, let it slip away, I like to visualize a a purple garbage bag on my left, so anytime negativity comes away, I just gather it, and I visualize that. And that's the metaphysical. That's like, you no, know, it's beyond my physical, but I know there's something there and just clear it. And then you send it off to the universe. But um, I mean, oh, sorry. No, no, no.
0: So sorry. I didn't want to stop your thought because it's, I know you were finishing what you were saying.
1: Oh, no. So I was going to say that I made an acronym. I don't know if you heard about the acronym RAIN, which is very popular in the mindfulness community. So when there's emotions coming up, to practice RAIN, and that means recognize the feeling that you're having, A, allow it to be there, and I, investigate where in my body am I holding this, maybe it's from my deep wound as a child, and N, non-identifying with it, detaching from it. So I made an acronym to go along with that, and it's called SHINE. So you have the RAIN, and then you have the SHINE, and I never shared this, uh, except for in my, my sacred goddess circle. So S is spaciousness. You have to create the spaciousness of the, around you, the openness, so you can be vulnerable. Because sharing vulnerability is really important to do inner healing. H, honesty. Always be aligned with yourself, aligned with your divine. Not someone else's version of how you should handle it. I, integrity. And that goes the same as honesty. Well, what are you truly feeling? Because a lot of women feel the need to people please. So you have to stand up for yourself and nourishing and nurturing your divine essence. Maybe you need to get a massage, a manicure, a pedicure. Talk to someone or go walk in nature, like you shared. And an E is that uh, existence or the essence. Realizing that we are more than this. Physical body that our existence is the collective field that we are all connected. So that's my shine that goes along with the rain. So I just wanted to share that. Wow, and we're
0: privileged today. We get we're not even in the goddess circle, and we get it. Thank <laughs> yes, you. thank you, thank yeah. you. Now I'm going to definitely have to come and uh, experience that. So, is there a metaphysical school you go, went to? Like, how do you become a
1: metaphysical minister? So I did all my training at the metaphysical school of Sedona, which is awesome because you could do it long distance and you could do it at your pace. Some okay. people finish it in one year. For me it took me two years and it's really good because it has so much information. It talks about the chakras. It talks about yoga. It talks about mindfulness and meditation and hypnosis and it talks about Christ consciousness so I'm a non-denominational minister, which means that I believe in a, the, the positive energy and a consciousness of goodness versus a religion. So that's where I got my training to be able to perform all the weddings that you see oh, on Instagram.
0: Okay. Because okay. that's what I thought. I thought I was there a metaphysical school somewhere. Wow. Amazing. Of course. And of course it's Sedona, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I need to go there
0: one day. <laughs> they have the best, the best goodness, Tell everyone about Bali and manifestation, because I know we're going to talk a little bit about manifestation. So you are the ultimate manifester. Um, and you know, I've, for, I've been privileged, obviously I see Natalie a lot and, um, our lives are intertwined in our practices and stuff like that in various ways. And, um, actually another thing she's doing, she's, she works, uh, she's going to the Tony Robbins and she's part of the, uh, um, big event tomorrow. She's there for two days. But let's talk about manifesting because I think that is something that we hear. And I believe truly, I understand it. I'm sure you understand. I'm sure a lot of people listening understand it. But when you actually talk about the steps, right? And something, let's use Bali. Bali is quantifiable. We can say, oh my goodness, in, in a month you're going to Bali, right? Yes. you manifested that and I want you to tell that story because I think that's something real that any of us to learn from and I, actually you know what I don't even know that I know the actual steps that you took but I, I know this probably would be a fantastic thing for people listening to, to hear what it took to manifest something like Bali which I'm jealous <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh thank you I, I can't contain myself I'm like oh my god I love sharing that story okay so i'll tell you my story and then i'll tell you the steps and how to manifest so even as early as last year and committee years i've been always drawn to bali but this year since january i've been watching another sister of mine like uh, someone who teaches goddess circles and she's been in bali so january february march i've been watching her live videos so i've been watching it, and i've been feeling called even more I need to go to Bali. So there was this energy like, I have to go. The possibility of me being there opened up this year. This year is like talking to my husband. You know what? I really want to go visit my friend in Bali. She said I could come, stay in her place. It's very affordable, living there. And I've been like really, really feeling and visualizing it happening. Like I'm going to see her maybe by the end of this year. I'm going to Bali. And then she came here to Canada because she's originally from Grimsby. And she gave me um, this little present, which was this oil only found in Bali, made by the special flowers only found in Bali. So she said, put it in your hair, and when you put it in your hair, you can feel Bali to you. And so I put it in my hair one day, and I was doing a little ceremony for myself, because I, I love to take time to the divine feminine. So I wear essential oils, I smudge myself, and then I put the oil on my hair. And when I put it in my hair, I felt the essence of Bali. It was just this huge opening and trust in the universe. If this is for my highest good, please allow me to go there. So I did that, but then I just let it go. I let it go completely. I wasn't obsessed with it. I just, I believe if it's meant to happen, it will happen. Then I followed this other goddess sister community, and they're just having a one-week fully paid-for trip that includes a goddess retreat and all the foods and, and manicures and pedicures and baths and rose petals, all that in a monkey sanctuary for like free. If, you know, for one lucky winner, if you fill out this one question. And the question was, why do you want to win the goddess retreat? So of course, I'm like, I'm just open. We'll see. And I was authentic. I was sharing my why. And I shared from my place of presence and leadership. The reason why is because I teach God's circles in my community in the Niagara region. And I would be honored to go and learn from you so I could bring your teachings into my community. Because when you raise your community, you raise the world one sister at a time. That's basically what I wrote. I wasn't poor me, I'm a mother of four, I need a trip. No, I was authentic and I was strong in my power. And then I released it. I completely forgot about it. Then two months later, I saw her live and she was announcing the winner. And I assumed that i didn't win because she would have emailed me and let me know that i won so i assumed that her video was announcing the winner and it wasn't me of course you should sure not make assumptions but anyway so when i was watching the video i was in total gratitude for the winner and i honestly i was watching it right before bed it was one o'clock in the morning and i'm like "Ooh, let me see i need to see and she's like You know, this is a winner and if it wasn't you, it's not that you weren't worthy. I just was feeling heart called for this person. So at that time I was like, I'm grateful for that winner. Whoever won, I'm so grateful for them because they need it, they deserve it. Total gratitude, nothing else. And she said my name. And when she said my name, I started crying. I had to watch that video like five or six times. I shared it on Facebook. I made a video of that whole story on Facebook like with my my joy, like just, I could not, of course I could believe it, but I, I just, it was so surreal. And then I told my husband, I told him, I'm going to Bali, I'm going to Bali. And everyone was like, what? Where? You have four kids? How? Because that's what the universe wants. I want it. I'm going. It's happening. And I'm leaving it on October 18th. So I believe everyone needs a time to fill up your love tank. And we as leaders in our community need to also fill up our love tank. So that's my time to unplug from serving the community and to start receiving all of that divine feminine energy that I always you know shine but it's also time for me to just be me and learn and get a break (laughs) be real i'm going to bali i'm going to be happy i'm going to be in bliss and i will come back though don't worry i will (laughs) you got those
0: four kids waiting remember
1: yes exactly (laughs) Just just think about what you're
0: going to gain to be able to bring back to to niagara and we're so lucky to have you here to be able to give to continue to give to women right because you are so right. I mean, not that, and you know, our men of the world, I can, I can say that there are, are, you know, and you have boys. I have, a, I have a boy, a young man, I should say, and you know, they learn from us, right? So, in you um, going and giving more to the mothers, which are generally the keepers of the family, still, they're gonna learn, right? They're gonna learn what it's like to be a better man in the world because of their mothers, who are so much more connected, you know, and then in turn, they're gonna treat their partners with time or their daughters or whatever with the same um, love and kindness that they're gonna be exposed to, right?
1: Thank you, thank you, yes, yes. I believe that 100%. So I know I was gonna say the steps of a manifestation. Yes, for sure, for sure. So sure. the people that are watching will be like, what are the steps? <laughs> okay, so the first one is you your um, visualization. Visualizing, believing it's possible, like seeing yourself, at your goal or whatever it is you want to do. For that experience, it was Bali. So visualizing, believing, having faith and knowing that yes, I am worthy of this, why not me? You have to really work with any doubts because if you have doubts, you sabotage that manifestation process. And then the third one is letting it go, letting it go. So it's like ordering from the universe in the menu. I like this, yeah, I believe it's good for me. And I let it go, let the waiter go get it. and and trust trust that's going to come to you and I, I took it another step and I felt it I felt it because I'm a very visual person so I visual I love to use my senses so I can smell it I can hear it by watching the videos and so on so you create that environment that you know that yes it's possible and then you have to surrender you have to definitely let it go but the The last that the people don't realize is taking action. Because I can't just close my eyes and wish for a million dollars to come on my door front and hey, come on, universe, like I'm a good person. Like where is it? No, you have to take the action. Maybe you get the ideas, the inspiration from you know books in your mind or things. You have to take the action and follow it and take through. So my action was applying because I couldn't just manifest it without applying to win it. And that was just the universe's way of gifting it to me. You have to detach from the how. How is it possible for me to manifest this? How? But where is this extra money coming from? Well, where is this new job? Well, where is this new lover in my life, a new relationship, a new car, and so on? And then that's how you manifest it.
0: Wow, amazing, right? So I think you're so right, right? Because a lot of people say, well, if I meditate and all those things, but at some point you got you to gotta take this action step, whatever it is, right? Like to... Yeah pick up the phone or you know meet the new person if someone introduces you or you know um, you know go go to the gym if you want a different body or if exactly. you want a different workplace or maybe different interaction you're gonna have to risk you can envision it you know and a lot of people I think like I have I do vision boards I don't know if you do yeah. um, you know so but at, at the end of the day the vision board reminds you and embodies what you want, But those steps have to be taken daily to be able to achieve those goals.
1: Exactly. They have to be taken because we have free will. We have free will. So we have to take the action. We have to ask for things. We have to push ourselves out there. Like I can't get 40 weddings in one year if I'm sitting at home eating bomb bombs or watching Netflix all day. I had to take the action. I had to put myself in social media. I had to post every single day. I got to use the hashtags. I got to put myself out there. And that's how they find me. So you definitely need to take action in anything in order to have a life that you desire.
0: Absolutely. And, and, you know, so let's talk. So we know about metaphysically what that means. You do a lot of weddings. So if ever, but anybody ever wants to get married, you, you can find Natalie and, um, you know, she, she can take care of you. Uh, and I know you, you do weddings throughout Ontario, Right.
1: Yes, well, my my furthest I would go to, we'll say, is Toronto, because we're in the Niagara region. There's so much abundance of love and weddings here. So I went to Cambridge this weekend, which was like the furthest, and Milton, which was furthest for me so far. But yeah, so I would go to the Greater Toronto area. Okay, okay. So let's now talk about busyness.
0: (laughs) I, I know everybody, men included, that are listening, but women understand what it is to be busy. If you, you have jobs, you have, you have four children. I I, need to enunciate four. (laughs) I have one (laughs) and I know how busy my life gets. Right. And in there we talked a little bit about, obviously you said manifestation. We talk about action. Um, I want them, I want you to tell them, do you have a copy of your book there? I do. I
1: do have it let's
0: see where hold on right back so what natalie has been able to do is she's been able to uh, produce a book in the last little while and um you know thinking about context you know i'm a goddess and here it is and um i know she's going to be able to tell you guys where to get it she was able to do all those things um be a minister, do her reiki, do, do her hypnotherapy, um, and then now she's put out this book along with her goddess circle. So I want her to talk just a little, bit, a little bit about the inspiration for the book and how you made it happen with the time, or should I say the the lack of time that you have in your on your weeks and your months. So
1: thank you.
0: Let us know. Let us know how you created that book, which I was I know I was there when it was all done.
1: Thank you so much. Well, I'm a strong believer that if you have ideas that you have to listen to it because I believe in dying without regrets. And this seed of this book was planted in my mind since 2009. And I didn't want to be my deathbed in my 80s saying, "Oh, I wonder what would have happened." So I just said, "Okay, I'm going to dedicate some time every day because this book is calling me." So of course I have four children. Of course I have like so many different things to do. But if I don't make the time for me to write this, I will not feel satisfied with my purpose. It came to me, so it's my purpose. So what I did was I put time slot, 20 minutes aside every day, just write. And sometimes they, oh, what am I going to write about? So what came to me was having an acronym. I'm an acronym goddess. I I just love that. Um, So I made an acronym for the word goddess. So every single letter is a chapter of my book. Greatness. I talk about manifestations. I talk about the universe. I talk about gratitude and love. Oh, overcome it. I do share a story about witnessing physical abuse and also overcoming all the limiting beliefs and fears I had. D, divine. I talk about having the divine connections with the metaphysical outside beings, like angels and past lives and our true essence. D, deserving, and that's all filled with inspiration, that you are deserving of love. I made an acronym for no, which means new opportunities. And I made an acronym for yes, which is you embracing source. So if you feel like saying no, remember, you're giving yourself a new opportunity to be authentic with yourself. And then I'm an E, embracing. I talk about embracing peace, embracing finances, embracing love, and embracing health, and so on. And then sensuality and strength. And sexuality is all about the sacredness of the divine feminine. And I do talk about sacred sexuality because it is important not to be shy about that part of our humanness because, you know, we're supposed to experience pleasure and then the strength is full of inspiration again. Mm-hmm. So, what I did was I had 20 minutes a day to write and I gave myself 20 minutes just to start the channel process. So, I would clear my space when the kids are all asleep in. I would say, okay, what do I want to write about with the greatness? So, you have a little sketch this is my topics for each of us. So what does this mean to me? I bulletin, and I bulletin point form list went to sentences and went to sentences to the point where some days I wrote 20 minutes and that was it because you know I, I, that's all I was feeling called to. And other days I wrote for five hours and I couldn't stop. So just allowing yourself to start is the biggest thing. Even if it's 10 minutes, that's all you have to do whatever it takes for you to follow your heart and create anything you have in your mind. Just allowing the time. And my biggest thing is no excuses. Live life your way without excuses. Maybe say, well, I'm a mother of four, so I can't do this. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that being a mother and only being a mother is not a good thing. I know a lot of friends that that's their role. And they're happy being a homemaker and mother and cook and do everything. And that's perfect and it's so beautiful to witness. But I know my role was more than just being a mother. That's why I talk about archetypes. I own a lot of different archetypes, like the warrior, the lover, the mother, the nun, and so on. So that's the steps I took to make it happen. And then of course, how, how? I did it to create space, which is awesome for self-publishing. And that way I could print on demand. So if anyone wants a copy of the book, they could just go to amazon.ca and then they search, I am goddess, or Reverend Natalie Hay, and they'll find it.
0: Wow. Wow. It's amazing, right? Because time is such a commodity and we're always chasing it. But really, you know, it's about, you know, I often say when I wrote my book, I felt like it was a spiritual download myself because I had so much going on in my life, which was, you know, separation and all those things. Um, but within within six months, it was done. And I kept saying, this was bigger than me. <laughs> I kept saying, you know, like, and I had said, I remember 10 years prior, that's I'd said to someone, you know, I'm going to write a book one day and he he looked at me and he goes, what? It was just a fleeting thought. I'd never truly said that I was going to write a book. And then, you know, 10 years later, the time, the space, I, you know, I, I was in between jobs um, I was separating um, those types of things, and then within six months, boom, the book was there. Wow. And you know, so it's, it's You're so right. You can have these ideas. Um, yeah, you know, like like you said, we all have roles. And I think what happens to a lot of women is they judge each other. Oh, you're judging me because you're an entrepreneur. You're judging me because I'm a stay-at-home. It's not. It's about recognizing wow. what what essence am I wanting in the world. And what, what, do I, what legacy do I want to leave behind? Like you said, you know you have a bigger purpose, exactly. right? Yeah. Um, to be able to give the world those, these gifts that you have.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's true. And that's the one thing that a lot of females need to let go of. It's the need for competition and their ego yeah. mentality. And, and realize that being supportive, being happy for other people is actually a good thing for you because when you clear yourself out, that's how you can manifest the greatness. If you're secretly watching someone's profile and, and spying and whatever they call it, and you're like, oh, I can't believe that's what they're doing. and You're actually building up this repeller. It's like people and also opportunities are gonna be like, oh, not for her, not for her. So it's for your benefit not to be jealous and have that ego mindset, of course humans do that. It's something that we were taught as a child to be competitive in sports and so on. But with inner work and unraveling that ego mindset, we realized, okay, something I got from Wayne Dyer, who was also one of my gurus, Tony Robbins, Wayne Dyer. I call myself the goddess version of Tony Robbins. okay? And Wayne Dyer, he was like my father figure because I didn't grow up with a good father. So I attached to those two males because I needed male energy in my life. So me taking action is me owning that masculine energy that we all have Mm -hmm. and the divine feminine energies of loving and sensualness and creating my book and creating everything else. So what I was getting at was what Wayne Dyer shared was if you have the ego minds, like I wish I had that new car. I wish I had that trip to Bali is acknowledging it. So I'm not saying to pretend it's not there because then you're still Mm. sabotaging yourself. So you acknowledge that, okay, there I go, doing that thing I do. That's all, that's all he said to (coughs) me. There I go, doing that thing I do. So you're not judging yourself, because it's just a thing that the human mind does, but then you redirect. It's like, you know what, I'm grateful for their experience, And I know it's possible for them, it's possible for me. What should I do? Maybe I should work on myself. Maybe I need a Reiki session. Maybe I really need to, you know, do something for me. Well, of course she won that trip because look at all the good positive stuff she's doing. Hey, I'm going to start doing good stuff. Maybe I might volunteer in my community or, or learn about this stuff like that. So acknowledging it, thank you for sharing, but not giving it its power and redirecting and that's how we work with the ego mind because we cannot judge each other anymore. This is time for us to support each other and uplift each other. And, and I want to help women build that sacred container. And that's why I do God Circles so we can all feel supported and hold that space because we need to open up and be vulnerable. For sure. And, and it's about
0: safety. I was watching something on Quincy Jones last night and he said, the ego mind is the insecure mind dressed up.
1: Ooh, I like that. And I love
0: that, you know, because here's a man like that, that has done, I mean, he's an icon in the world. And he said, when he sees ego, that's what he thinks, insecurity dressed up.
1: I, I love thought, that. Here's
0: somebody like that, that's done the pinnacle and, and, and is an icon in, in the music industry. And he's 82 years old and he's talking about his path, which was, you know, a pretty uh, rough path growing out in the south side of Chicago, um, you know, mentally ill mom, those types of things, you know, so it shows I like you.
1: That. I'm going to yes. use
0: that in my circle. That's that so true. It is. It is. It is. It's actually a show on, on his life, which just really um, struck me when I listened to his path and, and how positive he is and, and, you know, all those things. It so it shows you, so it's really empowering people to drop their guard because that's something that, you know, we go out in the world, right. And, you know, we have to put on a certain amount of masks to some degree, right. In our, in our worlds, we can go walk around and show who we are, but a lot of different environments, people grew up being told, I have to be a certain way as a child. Like you said, I have to be like this at church. I have to be like this at school. I have to be like this at sports. I have to be like this at, at music, those types of things. And people kind of get more disconnected as they go to who their authentic self is. So mm-hmm. then you put you know a bunch of women in a
1: in a group. Yes. And then and the rule is do not give advice. That's one of the rules. When people share, you you cannot try to fix each other. Your job is not to give advice. And I say straight up the rules of this circle is to hold space and allow and accept the shine love. And if you hear someone share it, your job is not to try to fix them. Your job is not to give advice. Your job is just to hold space and listen. And then we do lots of different interactive activities. Some may include eye gazing, some may include writing a list, and some may include physical touch and someone and and massaging. It all depends on the topic. And um, it is so important to share our vulnerabilities because if not, we create disease in our own bodies because we don't feel safe. Of course, Having the guard up helped us back in the day when we were being hunted by lions, but now we're not being hunted by lions. So yeah. we had to realize like we are okay, we're safe to share vulnerabilities. You can witness the animal kingdom they have like the butterflies with their eyes on the wings and the fishes with the eyes on their belly so predators don't catch them. So even in our animal kingdom, they are designed to ward off predators. And the human mind, and the human action that we do, we're designed to wear a mask, wear a mask, ward off the, the people that want to hurt us. But this time, in, right now, in 2018 and beyond, it is a time to just open up all that masks. You know, of course, you have to be aware. But at the same time, it's okay to shine your truth without having to wear a mask. I know some people that they're different people for every different group. But then they make themselves crazy having to pretend. And the best way to shine is by being you. End of story. And if people can't handle your greatness and people are put off, but guess what? Find the right tribe Mm -hmm. for you. That's it. Not everyone has to be your best friend. Not everyone has to like you. Just like you don't have to like everyone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because they always the
0: more connected you get and I'm, you know, I know I can speak to my life, the more connected I became to the core of who I was, the people that needed to stay stayed, the people that needed to be cleared, cleared, and the people that I needed to attract naturally I attracted. Cause I said years ago, um, you know, kind of when I made my shift and wrote my book and stuff, I said, I wanted to be connected to like-minded. I said, women, um, that were spiritually connected um, and to run in those circles and you know, it's now I look back and talk about manifestation you know, I hadn't thought about it in those terms, mm-hmm. but now I look at it and you know, I'm around speakers and I'm around authors. I'm around spiritually connected people like, you know, you know, speaking, traveling, all those things, the things that I it was just a thought in my mind. I thought, Oh, I'm going to write this book. That was the extent of it. Wow. And then, you know, years later, you know, three, four years later, not without a lot of hard work as we, you know, what it takes. Right. But now I'm like looking around going interesting. Isn't this kind of what I thought I would like, um, you know, and then not just writing it down, but you know, and did I, like you, did I refer back to it often? No. But now I look back and then I go, wow, you know, a couple years ago, this was just a thought for
1: me. It's true mm-hmm. and because you trusted it and you took the action It all involves in trusting yourself and taking the action, knowing that you're worthy of this. Mm Because a lot of people, when they found out I was writing a book, was like, well, um, who are you? and Why do people (laughs) want? I'm like, it doesn't matter if one person loves it or if a hundred people love it. That's not the point. The point is, it's a story in my heart and I need to share with others. And that's where your intention is just to be real and share and support others. Yes. so yes and look at you and now look what you did you created that platform and didn't you go to new york and you were working with Les brown yes. that's fantastic sure like i mean it's these the energy all,
0: the the opportunities come and now you know and then speaking professionally as a canadian professional speaker that was another thing and you know so before you know it you know and you know you're just you're just putting one foot in front front of each other, not like your 20 minutes a day and saying, okay, well, what am I going to do today? Right? Like exactly. I like you did that a bit at a time. Sometimes I would write for 20 minutes. I, you know, um, one time I went to the beach with some friends and I took my laptop and the universe said, you know what the, I wrote for 40 minutes and the laptop shut down. Oh, wow! And I said, you know what I said to myself, I'm not meant to be writing. I'm meant to be enjoying my friends and my son at the beach. And I said, never, never knew what those 40 pages were. And I lost Mm -hmm. it. And I just, I just shut the laptop. And I said to myself, I'm not meant to be doing this right now. And And then I rewrote it at some other point. Right. So I think it's, you're so, you're so right when you say it. Right. So, you know, what for people listening and, you know, that said, I've been in a. I know I've been through a lot in my life, and and I've made a lot of changes. I know you've seen stuff. I've seen stuff as children. We both have not. You know, not recognized because you and I had really never shared each other's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, for someone out there, that's kind of you know they're stuck. Like you know they're they're like yeah, Natalie. I get what you're saying. Blah blah blah. Yeah, Roxanne. Whatever. What kind of words would you reach out to someone like that right now?
1: so they know that they're not alone. The biggest thing is to find support. And maybe it's not going to circle for you because you may not feel comfortable. Maybe it's going to a counselor, a therapist, a healer, psychologist, finding some support to assist you from being in that state of mind. If you're feeling stuck or unworthy or unlovable or, or sad and so on, it's okay. Don't judge yourself. But always support yourself with other people around you. Share it. Don't be alone because you're not alone. You're meant to be supporting. So find a connection that you feel a safe person to support yourself with. And start small. Like maybe you start with baby steps. of so I'm going to try meditating. There's so many apps. I love Insight Timer and I use it all the time. What's it, what's it, called? What's it called? Insight Timer. Insight? Insight? Yeah, like I-N-S-I-G-H-T. Insight Timer. I use it every single day, and you can click 15 to 20 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes, 5 to 10 minutes, and start with that, being at pause states, pausing, and then that's how you start getting unstuck, you need to pause, what am I feeling right now, and also the mindfulness and guided journey or meditating and counting your breaths. People think meditation is so hard, but no. We're born meditating. You just have to breathe. We give birth meditating. I gave birth with my son at home on my bed, doing my self-hypnosis, breathing deeply. So meditating is just... Being mindful of what's happening right now and breathing deeply. And I also created a platform online because there's a lot of people that were writing me because I'm very social. I belong to many different groups. And I got messages from people from Australia, from India, writing me asking for my spiritual wisdom and questions about Reiki and angels and so on. So I knew that that was the universe's way of telling me. I need to create a platform, and I am a creature, I create all the time, so I don't stop, and I just launched, like literally last week, a new platform so people all around the world can have access to my guidance and support. So it's called the Goddess Utopia, it's a monthly fee, a monthly fee of $50 Canadian, and they get... Every week, one hour live session with me, and I answer all the questions. You have the whole week to ask questions, and I answer it all. And it's always based on a different theme. And then we use like 10 minutes to meditate at the end. And then, so every week, they will have the live session. And then every month, a Reiki healing, because energy can travel. Just like prayer travels, energy travels, that's how we can bless sisters in the world and give blessings to other parts of the world that need it so we're all energetically able to do that it's like a frequency so you get that one healing a month weekly support daily guidance and worksheets to process on your own time, because some people like the visuals, and then some people need to write it down as well. Yes. So only for $50, which is amazing, because one hour session with me is at least $80 or above for like the Reiki and so on. But I wanted to be able to touch people that can't come to St. Catharines. Mm-hmm. And for a monthly fee, you'll it's like having a goddess coach in your pocket. So if you can't catch the live, it's so fine, because you can watch the replay. You can watch the replay next week, you don't have to be there on the live because your questions are going to be answered. So you just watch it when you can. And uh, so my goal was having 10 ladies and I have 15 ladies and I'm just so honored because I believe when you built it, it will come. <laughs> and It's true. You have to be able to support people. And there's so many other different coaching groups. Like I know people that paid $7,000 for three months of mentorship. I didn't want to be that person that was so unattainable. I, I didn't want to at this point in my life say seven thousand dollars. I wanted to reach the people that really can't invest seven thousand dollars, and you know they want to come see me for a one-hour session. But instead of paying eighty dollars an hour, they're okay with paying fifty bucks for the month because I'll be motivating them every single week. I wanted to reach the mothers or the busy people that don't have time to go for a one-hour session, but they can still work on themselves. Right. So right. that's why I created the Goddess Utopia. So, I believe that if you feel the idea to do it, that means that you have to take action because there are people that need you. And if, if my group stays at 15, that's amazing. And if it grows, that's even amazing too. I'm not attached to the outcome, I just listen to the calling. Awesome,
0: awesome. What a nice, uh, what, what a nice gift to be giving out there to women that would probably love to come and see you in person. Um, but you know, like you said, or even, even if they are in the region, it, you know, that would be a bit much for people. And I recognize that, that you can give such a gift and be able to, you know, go online, you know, if you're there live, like you said, or to be able to hear the replays or just to be able to get the wisdom, you know, like that, like that pep talk that we all need. We all need accountability, right? We all mm-hmm. need that check-in we need, am I doing okay? And, um, you know, I, I the one I was watching something with Oprah and she said, the one question the one statement she hears every time someone was on her show is the first thing they said, said, whether they it was Obama or oh. Maya Angelou was, How did I do? So true.
1: How did I do?
0: She said they would the camera would click off and the first thing they would say, so like, how did I do? And that is such an you know a powerful thing that someone of that, you know, magnitude still wanted the feedback about how they did
1: it's so true that's so powerful uh, and it is true everyone wants to feel validated everyone's searching Absolutely. for the need of approval and um yeah everyone wants to know hey did i get the gold star today and, and it's okay I, I, it's one of the love languages right and like, we could go on and on but yeah one of my favorite is words of affirmations and that's from gary chapman the love languages so of course giving praises is important Because when you give grace to other people, you give them that love that they desire and they seek. And we all want to feel loved. So when even the experts say, how did I do? Is that... Always that they're insecure. It's just that they want to feel the love. It's like you did fantastic. There's a gold star and a high five.
0: (laughs) But you embody that though, right? Like I mean, I've I obviously know you, so it love comes off you. You can feel that. So I can imagine in your goddess circles what people experience. You know, they if they feel that love from you, in person or even online. I mean, even us doing this, it's. I'm experiencing you, but I know it's exactly who you are. Um, so this has been such a such a gift. Um, you know, I've I've learned so much about you. It's so interesting that we've known each other for so long, and I've learned so much more today. Wow. Um, yes. and I'm and I feel privileged to be you know um, in your in your space in your path. Um, so what I want you to do is to tell everybody how they can get a hold of you because I'm sure. Um, people are going to want to reach out and, um, get to know more about if they wanted to join the, the goddess utopia or coach or whatever. So where, where can everybody reach you?
1: Okay. So I have three different websites because I do so much and I didn't want to confuse everyone. So the one, the goddess utopia is for the mentorship opportunity and I actually have someone from New Jersey. I have someone from India and even Australia in there. So I feel very honored that I'm reaching that parts of the world one sister at a time. So the Goddess Utopia is for that. The Reverend Natalie Haig.ca is for the ministry work because my biggest, biggest mission is amplifying love, amplifying love in my goddess circles. I amplify my love in the wedding ceremony, and I amplify my love in my holistic practice, which is called sacred breakthroughs. So on Instagram, I use sacred, sacred breakthroughs because I've been with sacred breakthroughs for 15 years. Sacred means that sacred space within the essence of who you are, and breakthroughs means I'm assisting you in breaking through all that self-sabotage limiting beliefs. Body, Mind, and Spirit with the Reiki, Hypnosis, and Reflexology. So to find me the quickest would be on Instagram, Sacred Breakthroughs, or on Facebook, Sacred Breakthroughs. And then those three platforms depending on what you're seeking. Okay. So if they just went
0: um, online also and just put your name in, Natalie Haig, they would be able to find
1: everything. Okay. I even have a LinkedIn page. I'm not always on that, but I just had to do it because everyone said I needed it. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to close the opportunity. I'll put it everywhere and see what happens, right? You got to plant the seeds and open the doors for things to walk in. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Well, Natalie, this has been a pleasure. Um, so what, I, what did I gain today? I gained um, a sense that be authentic, which, you know, obviously that, you know, that's my brand is the only way to face the world is the only way to face the world we all have a story we can rewrite that story um and uh we rewrite that story by just listening to the universe but at the end of the day we got to get up and do
1: whether it's five
0: minutes a day a minute a day or um and you build a bit at a time and once you do that small steps you know whether like Natalie said, "Seeing a psychotherapist or um, psychologist at first, and then you start to build that tribe around you that starts to reflect back that they 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 are in alignment um, with where you are. Then, before you know it, that attraction brings the people that you need. The right people show up. It's just about recognizing you got to throw the nets because if if you keep the Mm -hmm. net all kind of bundled up in your garage, uh, quite Mm -hmm. literally, it's going to stay there. You have to risk." a bit at a time. And we've only got one go around and like I often say. So uh, take that risk, pick up the phone, reach out, reach out uh, to myself or to Natalie for any of your needs. If you're needing any more on um, information on me, you can go to roxanderhodge.com forward slash blueprint where you have a free course. And uh, we look forward to staying connected with you. And thanks again, uh, Natalie, for being on.
1: Thank you for this opportunity. It truly was a pleasure. I know we were meaning to do this for the summer, but today was the right time to do it. It always happens in the right time. So thank you for your patience and opportunity to share in your tribe. You're welcome. Okay, take care everyone. We'll chat with you Have soon. Have a good day. Okay, bye.